Hi, this is Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. David French. He's a staff veterinarian at Sanderson Farms. David, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. When you're a veterinarian, you never stop learning. That's true. That's true. That's why we're here. And you're here at the American Association of Avian Pathologists meeting. I mean, not just to learn, but it sounds like you've been sharing some tough lessons that <laughs> exactly. you've also had. Well, the title of my talk was a retrospective look at respiratory disease challenge. Uh, uh, but the second part of that title was Confessions of a Field Veterinarian. So the gist of that was, uh, you know, when we do something really well, uh, we generally get a pat on the back, which lasts about five seconds. Mm -hmm. When we make a mistake, uh, the lessons learned from that go with us for a career. So uh, what I wanted to do was share some of the lessons that I had learned while dealing with uh, respiratory disease in Texas, uh, such that others wouldn't have to make the same mistake. Okay, well, I'm open to hearing confessions, so what exactly happened? Well, there were, there were nine lessons learned, but I boiled it, I'll boil it down to three this morning. Uh, the, of the nine lessons learned, uh, there is uh, lessons associated with new technology, uh, lessons associated with old technology, and the responsibility and role of the veterinarian. Uh, with respect to new technology, there are new vaccines that are available now that are outpacing our diagnostic capabilities. Uh, recombinant vaccines, which have DNA spliced into a, a different type of virus that allows the development of immunity as that virus reproduces. Uh, where that becomes a problem is where we look at serology that might measure the response to a vaccine, but it doesn't actually pick up that little splice of DNA in the, in, in the Merix vaccine that it might be hosted in. And why is that? Uh, just the, the, it's used to looking for the entire virus or the response to the entire virus and, and instead we just have a small fragment of that virus that's inserted into another virus mm -hmm. so our our typical tools just can't find the original virus um, so the the results you get back can be misleading it might tell you that you have no response to it when in fact you do have protection so that was the new technology problem okay. The, uh, the old technology problem is that uh, some of the vaccines that we have uh, actually generate more uh, challenge, more reaction than, uh, than they seem to control sometimes. Uh, the best example of that and, and a product that we actually need a replacement for is, is what's called Arkansas uh, DPI vaccine. Uh, the Arkansas DPI vaccine just generates so much reaction that if you have any stress at all on the birds, it tends to be the, the virus that emerges. It tends to be the virus that we find on diagnostic testing. It tends to be the virus that causes problems in birds late in their life. Uh, as, they're, as they go through any type of stress, they respond to that vaccine virus and that's, that's what creates problems. And does it create problems in all flocks or just occasionally? Uh, typically where, where the, the, that particular vaccine is incorporated into the vaccination program and the birds go through some type of stress, that's when the virus emerges. Uh, the third point that, that I wanted to bring out was the role of the veterinarian. Uh, you know, we need to remember that our role is above and beyond all else to do no harm. And sometimes as a veterinarian, it seems more, uh, it seems easier, I should say, to put a new vaccine into the program than it is to pull one out. So what I wanted to demonstrate to the audience when, when I had the opportunity to speak just recently was that uh, while it's very difficult to remove a vaccine in the face of a respiratory challenge, sometimes the vaccines themselves create that challenge and the best thing you can do is eliminate the vaccine that's causing the problem. Looking at the situation here, I mean, you've got uh, a problem with the recombinants throwing, throwing off the testing. You have a problem with the live vaccine causing uh, too much of a reaction. What's a veterinarian to do? Well, I think a methodical approach to it, at the end of the day, a methodical approach to it is, is the way you have to go. Uh, 
everyone should know what the serological response to the vaccination is going to be, whether it's a recombinant vaccine or whether it's a traditional vaccine. Uh, that helps in the problem solving. It helps in identifying what the situation is. And then a methodical look at, okay, how, uh, what is the timing of the, of the respiratory challenge that the birds have uh, in relationship to when you vaccinated? Is it the vaccine that's causing the problem or is it field challenge that's causing the problem? Uh, and certainly all the diagnostics that are available to us, whether it be uh, serology, whether it be virus isolation, uh, whether it be uh, PCR, there's many tools available to us today to, to track down exactly what the problem is. Uh, the best way, though, is to avoid the confusion that you run into as you misinterpret some of the data. So, again, the, avoiding those, those uh, the first two scenarios and then making the proper judgments as a veterinarian is, is the way to go. What kind of reaction did you get when you presented this information at AAAP? Uh, did other veterinarians say, yeah, I've had similar experiences, or was this something that was new to them. Yeah, I think so. You know, it, it was, it's, it's a large audience here at AAAP. Uh, if you think of the people that are actually involved in broiler production day to day and actually involved in live production, that's a smaller subset of that, maybe only 30 people. But there's a number of students that were here as well that are finishing up their academic programs and about to go into live production positions. So it was really geared toward them. Uh, lots of favorable feedback. I think uh, people are not used to having someone confess their mistakes. Uh, and I think there's a lot to be learned from our mistakes. Hopefully they can learn from mine and, and not reproduce those. So that's something that maybe we should have a mistake section in <laughs> next year's program? Uh, uh, confessions, it seemed to draw a lot of, uh, a lot of people out for the, for the presentation when, I, when the, the last half of the title was Confessions of a Field Veterinarian. Uh, again, I think people want to hear the truth. They want to hear, uh, they want to hear what uh, people struggle with, what their problems are, and uh, so they can avoid those same mistakes. Well, I'm sure the industry really appreciates your coming clean, so to speak, and uh, bearing your soul on this topic. We've been talking to Dr. David French. He's a veterinarian at Sanderson Farms. David, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.